The Prime Minister says vaccine mandates aren't going anywhere fast, not until we're through this Omicron wave. In the last couple of hours, she said that health measures can be reviewed once we're past the the peak. So in the same way that coming out the other side of the peak will give us the chance to step down through the traffic light system and ease things like gathering limits, it will also enable us to move on from vaccine passes and ease mandates in places where they are less likely to impact on vulnerable people. But she wouldn't be drawn on exactly when that might be. There can be no specific date given at this point, but what I can tell you is that we'll be looking to make sure that we are well beyond the peak. Peter Collignon is an infectious diseases expert out of Australia. He's with us now. Afternoon, Peter. Good afternoon. Is there, do you reckon, still a medical justification for restricting access to workplaces, bars and restaurants for people who are unjabbed? Well, I think there is a place when you don't have many people vaccinated. Um, but once you've got 90, 95% double vaccinated, the extra benefit you get for stopping spread is probably much more limited. Um, the vaccines are very good at stopping you dying and getting seriously ill. And my strong advice to everybody is get vaccinated. And particularly if you're older, you need to get your booster because that keeps that protection level up. But um, I think with Delta and more latterly with Omicron, um, my hope, and I think a lot of people's hope, is we'd see a lot less spread in vaccinated people than what we'd see. Now, it still actually decreases spread because you probably get, you know, maybe only a 30% reduction in mild illness if you're vaccinated, but that's still a 30% less people get infected and spread it. And also, if you are vaccinated, you tend to have the infection for a shorter period of time. So there's no doubt that vaccination does decrease spread, but not to, you know, a huge extent uh, relative to its protection from death and, um, you know, severe disease. And there's always a percentage of people, no matter what you've, you know, uh, try and persuade them you can't get them to have an injection and after a while you know if you like there's more benefit from if you like emphasizing or making sure people who really need the vaccine and boosters particularly those over the age of 70 because that's where most of the deaths occur um, that's probably a more productive way than really pursuing mandates that's mm. not to say one won't recommend it because you know, after a while, you don't achieve really necessarily a lot less transmission in the community, and but it causes a lot of uh, angst and downsides uh, for both the enforcement of it and the likely benefit you get overall. Okay. So, so let's just, that's actually let, the issue. <laughs> let's just get this simply, Peter. At 94% double jabbed in this country in New Zealand, no justification for having mandates. Well, I think it actually becomes, you know, you get very little extra benefit. I mean, getting people from 80% to 95% mandates can help there because that in, you know, people who just don't get around to it, get around to it. But there's probably about 5% you just can't get vaccinated. Now, the people who suffer are those people. We need to give them all the advice I can. But mandating vaccines after you hit 95%, other than in specific places, you know, aged care, for instance, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But for cafes and general community, you're probably going to get marginal extra benefit for all the, you know, effort okay. it causes. So, so the, the people who love the it. mandates, <laughs> the people who love the mandates, Peter, will say, yeah, yeah, but the mandates keep the hospitalisation rate down. Do they? Well, they can a bit because while the most people that suffer if you don't get vaccinated, like you've got 20 or 30 times higher risk of dying or getting seriously ill, are the unvaccinated. It's an individual who suffers. The only problem you get is if your hospitals are overwhelmed and because the unvaccinated will be a disproportionate amount of it. So 
providing your hospitals are coping and preferably not overflowing, then again, vaccine mandates are probably not going to make a lot of difference. Um, You know, in winter, for instance, where you get more spread, um, restrictions probably need to be in place in part, at least for indoor gathering numbers, etc. Not, in my view, lockdowns, but that sort of thing. But that will have, for instance, you get a lot more protection by being outside than your vaccine will give you. So Mm -hmm. there are things, there are a whole lot of things we can do that have more benefit than others. Vaccine by far, if you don't want to die or get seriously ill, is the way to go. But for stopping spread, there's lots of things we can do. And vaccines is just one of those. And it's a matter of tailoring it for the right situation about Mm -hmm. how much you push this. Peter, thank you. I really appreciate that. It's Peter, Peter Collignon, an infectious diseases expert in Australia. So there you have it at the rates that we have, 94% double jabbed across the country. Not so necessary.